Hello. Welcome to episode 94 <laughs> of Our Weird Life. My name's Jodie. My name's Jack. Um, how you doing, Jack? How's your week been? Huh? 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 Not bad, not bad. I, sorry, first of all, I need to apologise because something's going wrong with the sound. Not sure what's happening. Something is amiss. Um, and Is it this button? This orange button? No, that's that's on. That needs to be on. I like to think that we pride ourselves on having half decent audio quality in these podcasts, but mm-hmm. um, this week something's amiss, and I I can't figure out what it is. Anyway, we'll ride with it. See what yeah. happens. If I just don't move my head, you just stay perfectly still. I think this works. <laughs> <laughs> Again, you're missing some great visual content here. Yeah, I'm very statuesque. Beautiful. Um, my week was, uh, how was my week? It's felt a bit higgledy-piggledy. <laughs> I like that mm, phrase. Higgledy-piggledy. I don't know why it's felt that way. Yes. It felt a bit manic, you know. Mm, kind of yeah. Chaos every day. Yeah. Unsettled. It, well, the weather is definitely changing. And there is a lot of pollen in the air. To yeah. the point where the other day I was cleaning my car... And, you know, I was putting the water on with the sponge and walking around and I walked in a circle. And by the time I got back to where I'd originally first cleaned, there was like little yellow pollen all over the car. Uh, so it's heavy in the air. It is heavy in the air. Yeah. I know it was bad because, I mean, we were speaking to a couple of our friends online mm-hmm. the other night. And uh, and, and one of them, he was, he was really suffering, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, but this week, have you got anything in particular to share? Because I do. Well, uh, I just wanted to to go back to what happened yesterday with the message that I sent you. What did you think when you when I sent you the message saying about wet salad and silent teachers? Oh <laughs> yeah, I just had this image in like exactly what you described, and it just yeah stressful. That would stress me out. I would leave actually, Jack. It I wouldn't be able to sit in that room. It was a low point, I've got to say. <laughs> I think I would like smack the table and leave. <laughs> well, I found myself sighing a lot. Do you lot. need to explain what it is? You well, didn't explain the message. Okay, so it came to lunchtime yesterday and um, it it's a bit hit and miss to be honest, but it seems to be the case that in Japanese culture it's, it's quite uh, common to just not talk when you're eating mm. a meal. Mm. Now, I find as a Westerner that's a little unsettling sometimes to just sit and have to listen to each other eating food. I don't like that at all. You know, it's kind of nice to have a good conversation when you're having a meal. Yeah, that's it's like, like that's like the distracting. whole thing of it, isn't it? You know, mm-hmm. you know, you've um, even if you've got nothing to say, there's always something to say. Yeah. If you listen to this podcast, you'll know that feeling. <laughs> 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 um, but you know, there's always something to talk about, isn't there? Let's face it. Mm, mm. So, yeah, we were sitting eating lunch, and one of my least favourite parts um, of of school lunch is salad, because for some reason it's always really wet. It's just swimming in this bath of liquid, whether mm. that's some kind of like a vinegary type deal or if it's just water. Yeah. Um, Does it taste nice? No. Oh, yeah. well, you answered so fast yes. then. Well, yesterday's one tasted like it had been left out in the rain oh, for a full no. day and then brought in, not drained off and just, like, dumped on the plate. And you ate it? 
well, yeah, you, it's one of these things. So everyone it? around you was eating this salad. Yeah, this no awful salad. Um, this some... wet salad with like bits of fish flakes on top. It, it's just terrible. It's it's <laughs> it's just one. It's one of my least favourite foods in Japan. I've got to say, everything else generally great. Um, and so we're all sat around eating this wet, crunchy salad in total silence. Oh, no. no one is saying anything. Like, I can hear the lady next to me. I can hear a jaw moving and all that. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> no. And I'm slowly losing my mind. Why didn't you just leave? I, because you can't just get up and leave in the middle like, of a Like, I need to go to the lunch. toilet and stay in there until everyone's finished. I, I kept, I made noises. Like tapping stuff and moving my bag around. And Why? I bet they thought you were insane. I thought they were insane. Why? They're just eating their dinner. It's you that's like moving your bag around and moving your stuff on I, your desk. I sighed several times too. What do you want them to do, Jack? Not eat? Just say something. Were you? Did you say anything? No. My Japanese isn't that great, but you know. <laughs> like, what? These people, they know each other. Several of them not... have worked with each, with each other for many years. I just, it blows then, my mind that they don't not, have anything to say to each it's other. It's not that, it's corona. Well, Sorry, I, we don't like mentioning it, but yeah, like I've been to so many restaurants and it's like, if while you're eating, like, please you know, don't talk. I'm, I'm going to refute that. No, it's no. not. Because it's been that way ever since that we've been here. It's just a part. Oh, it of, has. They don't have conversations in, unless it's a drinking party. Oh. They don't have conversations in meals. And I find it very weird. Mm. It's very jarring. Um, and especially when you're eating wet salad, it's just the noisiest, crunchiest food yeah. <laughs> ever to exist. Maybe they feel like they need a break from talking a little bit, you know? Yeah, I, I don't know what is it is. Is it like that in every school that you eat? Mm. A meal in? Pretty much. They don't talk? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, that's really interesting. I need to do a bit of it. I need to do like You put your headphones or... in, listen to something? I could have done that. Yeah, that would that was uh, that would have that would have been my first thing that I would have done. I actually don't think I had them with me yesterday, but either way, that would have been a good solution mm. to my um, inner mania that was going on. <laughs> I've definitely done that before, and I can't sleep and stuff. I've like listened to rain mm. in my ears if there's like people around me that are being noisy or rain's a nice sound. Mm. Last night, the the water was running quite. It um, was quite heavy. With a bit of heavy, uh, mm-hmm. strength. Mm-hmm. That was quite relaxing, I've got to say. So anyway, I'm going to move on to like a nicer topic. Okay. <laughs> what what than wet salad? <laughs> than wet salad to start your week. <laughs> wet salad from Jack. Um, this week, I saw my first ever wild bear. Whoa. And it was a baby bear. It was very cute. It's only taken three and a half years, but you finally yeah. saw one. And what was interesting was I I drive back quite late from um, the next town over, which is like 45 minutes away. And it's all through country lanes. Not country. It's not quite. It's like mountainous, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Like the, it's basically like, like on your right, you have a big cliff. And then, like, lots of fencing and stuff so that the rocks don't fall down on you. And then you have the road. And then to your left, it's, like, a sheer, almost sheer drop. So there's down. a big ravine, isn't there, that yeah, runs to the down side. the left. So basically driving through all these roads at night time, you're, like, a midway between 
you're like in the middle of a mountain, basically. Yeah. So often animals, like, they're, they're in the forests and the things nearby and in the mountains. And um, the other day, like, I don't often see things. I've seen, like, a deer before, and I often see tanukis. Um, but the other day I saw, <laughs> on this one journey, I saw a tanuki. I saw a, I believe it was a ten or maybe a ferret, but like a, a ten. Do you know a ten, Jack? I think I've heard you mention it before, but I don't know what the difference is between a ten and a, a tanuki and a ferret, really. Oh, I mean, sorry, I, I know the difference between a ferret and a tanuki, but I don't know what a ten is. See, I, I told somebody, I was like, oh, I saw a ferret, and they were like, oh, you mean a ten. Mm-hmm. Is that that just the Japanese name for a ferret? It could be, but honestly, yeah, well. Oh, no, that is is quite different. But that's not. That's not it. I see it's a marten. Yeah, I think it is this. It was like that. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, it's like this. They're kind of cute. Yeah, it looks like a ferret. Oh. Yeah, it's called a marten. It's like a cat monkey ferret. (laughs) <laughs> yeah it's really cute so I saw one of those and they're they're white as like they're not white but when you drive in they look white mm. but they're like an orangey colour like a light orange which doesn't seem good for descri- like um, disguising oh there are white ones actually sorry anyway so I saw one of those I saw a tanuki I saw a huge deer which unfortunately had died it was by the side of the road so I assumed it had been hit by a car a lot of road killing there yeah, and then I was driving along and I slammed on my brakes because there was no one behind me, so, you know, I checked. And then this little baby bear comes plodding in front of me because I, I saw it out the corner of my eye come in from my right side, so that's why I slammed on my brakes and it comes plod, 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 plod. For all I know, the mother was, like, right next to me. I have no idea because I was so focused on this baby bear and obviously it was pitch black. There's no... Uh, lighting around there at all there's no street lights it's just you're in the mountain that's it that's the thing isn't it you would imagine the mother was very close oh yeah she was either she'd gone forward before this baby bear or she was behind the baby bear which would mean she was next to me so the bear was going down towards the ravine or yeah up further down, up, down down towards the ravine i mean i know they're good climbers mm-hmm. but um it's pretty sheer, isn't it, though, the yeah. one side? But then the next day, our friend said, <laughs> I kind of just want to read his message. Do you have your phone? Yeah, I suppose so. So he drives the same route as me, and um, he, the next morning he he texted saying that he also uh, saw a bear. I'm sure he doesn't mind me saying it. Uh, oh, oh, it's a, it's an audio, isn't it? Is that okay? No, no, don't play the audio because not, we've not asked him. Oh, okay. Sorry, I thought it was a text. Anyway, he, he basically said he was driving along and this bear comes from the mountainside um, of... I just realised I said on your right and on your left, but if you're driving one way, it'll be on your left, wouldn't it? <laughs> well, Did you realise that when I was saying it? No, I didn't, but it, yeah, absolutely true. Yeah, you were driving... Because I was driving home, but he was driving to work, so it would be on his left now, the mountain. <laughs> anyway, from up the mountain, um, the bear came into the road. And then it, he said, like, it got to the edge of the ravine area thing and it decided, like, to go back. So it tried to go back to the other way, but obviously they have all these big 
gates, uh, not gates, like big fences. Yeah, look like to, Jurassic Park fences. Yeah, to stop the rocks coming down into the road. Mm. The bear walked face first into this fence <laughs> as if it just forgot it was there. And then he said it proceeded to, like, try and climb it, did it, or yeah, something? Yeah, try, try and climb that. And then did it go back, or did it actually go over? I can't remember. Then it came back over and, and face-planted the ground. No, 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 that's wrong. It didn't face-plant. That's what you said? No, he. I think he face-planted the, the gate, the... the oh, that wasn't my understanding. Fence. This is why we need the audio clarification. This is why we need the audio, yeah. But anyway... <laughs> Can you imagine just you're driving along and it was, I think it was a normal size bear. It wasn't like a baby. I know. I thought I was like, it was amazing. I saw a baby bear like, and he I guess had he this whole like too, right? cartoon-esque like <laughs> feature from this bear, like walking across the road and, oh no, actually I forgot something. Trying to go back, bangs into a fence. So changes its there's mind, a good possibility back. then that this older bear was in pursuit of the smaller one that you saw the night before. I mean, yeah. If it's in the same kind of vicinity. Maybe there's just a lot of bears around there. I guess Because so. there, there is a big river and... I've heard a lot of um, gunshots and... Mm. I say gunshots there. I was just happy to see a bear because I'd not seen one yet. I'm still yet to see one. It was quite amazing. Mm. It's a little bat. It was like, obviously I didn't How see big was it in comparison to something else? It was like a... Because hmm. you say small bear, but that's hard to Yeah, it was like gauge. a dog, like a medium-sized dog. Like a medium-sized dog? Like... That's pretty give, small. Give me a breed of dog. So it's smaller than... It's smaller than an Alsatian, which is pretty big, a dog. Yeah. Okay. Is it bigger than a... Um, it was like a border collie esque size. Okay. Like a sheep dog, you know the sheep black and white one. Right, I see. Like one of those, maybe a bit bigger, a little bigger. I'm guessing more round. Though. Yeah, and round. Yeah. It was very fluffy. Same length as one. No, Just like height. shorter. Yeah. yeah. No, like like yeah, kind of yeah, about that size. Okay. How long? How how much is that? How long is that? Uh. I don't know, like two and a half foot yeah. across. You could hug it. Wow. You could hug it quite comfortably. I wanted to. I wouldn't know. Yeah, I've got to make, make it my mission to see one before we leave I Japan. Know. But the thing is, I wasn't expecting it. I was just, I was actually talking to my friend, like, on the phone. Well, it tends to be how you see things, isn't it? They just, and they, you go oh, looking for it and yeah. never find it, but and it then just la- appears. <laughs> Last night I drove home, did not see a single creature. And I was, like, <laughs> looking... All the way home, I was looking in the bushes, I was looking around. I was actually impressed how fast I braked, considering the bear is black. Hmm. It was pitch black. There was, there, was, there was no lights at all. And it just came into my right um, headlight. Yeah. That's how I saw it. Just right, right next, almost next to the wheel, I could see it. Bonino, and I braked so hard, almost I fell off the chair. I had uh, the other night when I was driving back up from, I don't know, to get milk or something, I had the same experience. Mm. Um, a, I think it was a, a badger. It looked like a badger. I don't know if they oh. have those around here, but it was it was fairly large. Maybe it was a tinny. Just shot out from the left side of the road. And I 
slam my brakes on all the stuff <laughs> like flying forwards in the car and then I saw him run into the bush. Like, Are you sure it wasn't a bear? Because they don't have badges in Japan. No, it was very long and like low to the ground. Oh, tanuki. But it was quite... A ten? Maybe you, you saw know, him at It had a thick body. <laughs> mm. So it looked very badger-esque. But um, yeah, it scared me to death. So be a tanuki. Because uh, I don't know. I was just lost in my... You know, you completely zoned mm, out. Mm. Um, yeah, this thing was all... Straight across yeah, the road. Yeah, they do. That's never happened to me before either, so... It's happened to me the other day, the other day a tanuki ran like tried to run out mm. and then I like <laughs> I like papped my horn because it came out into the road and then I papped my horn and it, and it turned around and went back. It kept like circling by the side of the road and I was like, "Can you move?" <laughs> Actually, I remember um, I was with my friend before and we were driving home and there was a little ferret like a ten mm. mutton in the road. And we were driving along, and it was just in front of us. Like, it wouldn't go into the side. It was just... And so it was like a convoy of, like, this ferret and then me in the car behind. What the heck? And I kept papping my horn. I was like, beep, 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 beep. And it just... It was staying in the road. And it was jumping along fairly slowly. Yeah. And then eventually it went off into the forest. But I was like, why are you in the road? Isn't it funny how they get so bold sometimes? You do get... I think birds are like that. Mm. You know, you expect them to just fly out the way. Yeah. Um, yesterday I was driving and just this tiny little bird was bobbing along in, in my lane. Yeah. And I had to swerve out the way to get it to move. It wouldn't go. Yeah, they don't. It's weird. Like, are you Actually, crazy? I tell you what, the other day um, it rained and it was frogs. It was frogs everywhere raining, in the road. Raining cats and frogs. <laughs> Just frogs everywhere, lots of squished frogs. And I noticed that a lot of animals were coming out to get the frogs to eat them. Mm. Birds and tanukis, like I said, it that was, makes that, a lot of that sense, was the it? night the tanuki came out. I guess it's like feast season, isn't it, when that happens? Yeah, because they're like, whoa, yeah. frogs everywhere. It's like um, those birds that they put the nuts in the road so the cars squash them and then they can eat the nuts. That's Have you seen that? Amazing. I think I can't remember what country that was in, but no, you're right. I, I do recall seeing, hearing that they learned how to do that. Sense. Yeah, so it's like I feel like they just know all. They just put the frogs in the road. Like yeah, the other animals are like, go in the road. It's nice and cool over there. <laughs> and then like get squashed and like yes. Well, do you reckon they send out letters? Yeah, saying oh, there's a there's an event <laughs> tomorrow <Yeah>. night. <laughs> you should go out in the road in the rain. <laughs> It's going to be glorious weather, folks. Um, I really want to see one of these animals. Yeah, that looks like a, a squirrel chinchilla thing. Yeah, it's that is adorable. Why are their eyes so big? I don't know, but it's so cute. Actually, around their eye is black, so it makes their eye look bigger. Uh, okay. That's, that's why. It's um, a funny little thing. Speaking of animals, I'm going to segue. Segway, Daddy segwaying. As you know, if you listen to our podcast regularly, we you I all do. know that we, <laughs> we are leaving <laughs> Japan um, fairly soonish, about ten weeks, something like that. Sorry, when you said soonish, you reminded me of coolish. Coolish, coolish. Do you want to explain what coolish is? Coolish is uh, an ice cream in a bag, basically. Yeah, and it's it's like a it's pretty cool. 
Pretty what, cool. What are those juice drinks? <laughs> and they're in uh, like a, an oh, aluminium kind of a casing, uh, and they've Capri got Capri Sun or something. That kind of thing, yeah. And then you've got just a single white tube mm. that you drink out of. It's one of those, but for ice cream. Yeah. Um, the taste is. It's fine. Average. Yeah, it's not great ice cream. <laughs> it's fine. Anyway. Sorry. Uh, we're leaving Japan, so we're going to have to get another job, you know. Mm. And I I think I found a job. Whoa. Yeah. So, it's in Antarctica. Okay. Antarctica's Penguin Post Office is hiring. Yes, you heard that correct. Penguin Post office. A remote post office in Antarctica is hiring. And if you're good at sorting mail, selling postage stamps and counting penguins, this could be the job for you. <laughs> what on earth? Um, it's called, the post office is at Port Lockcroy, also known as Penguin Post Office. Mm. It's a popular tourist destination. Um, it, the historic site receives about 18,000 visitors each season. The area is also filled with penguins. That's a lot of people, isn't it? You know, you think of somewhere so remote. Mm-hmm. It's quite a lot of people getting to yeah. Antarctica. It was established in 1944 and operated as a British research station. Now it's managed by the UK Antarctic Heritage Trust, which operates a museum and gift shop. There you go. <laughs> what do you reckon? Would you go and do that? I would, oh, without a shadow of a doubt, I would do that. Would you? Absolutely. Just would, for a little bit of a time. I I'd wouldn't be, leave there forever. I'd be tempted to... Um, I think we've had our fair share of snow here, so... Yeah, but that's the thing, isn't it? Wouldn't you be like... Wouldn't you be sick of... Yeah. Wouldn't you be sick of seeing snow? Living and working on the island is far from luxurious. On the top... On top of cold temperatures which can dip as low as 23 degrees Fahrenheit. I don't know what that is. You Americans and your Fahrenheit, honestly... And can feel colder with the wind chill. That's what would get me the wind chill. The snow wouldn't bother me so much, but the wind chill. The wind chill factor, that's the, that's the killer yeah. in it. What did you say, 23? Degrees Fahrenheit, yeah. The accommodations are limited according to an information packet for the job on the island. The staff members share a single bedroom and there is no flushing the toilet. Instead, a camping toilet must be emptied daily. Minus five degrees? Huh. <sighs> Bloody hell, is that it? Call that cold. Is that it? (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's wild. I'm I'm struggling to believe that that's... That where we live is colder than Antarctica. That doesn't sound right. No. Some mornings it'd be like minus 13. We'd wake up. Yeah. Real, real cold. I think it's been as low as minus 15 before. Do they have insulation in Antarctica? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I suppose they'd have to, wouldn't they? Who knows? Well, they don't here. They have no flushing toilet, so you'd have to use a camping toilet. It has to be primitive. They share one room. All the staff, I just said this, but obviously you were reading, so... I apologise. It's okay. They share a single bedroom, yeah, no flushing the toilet. Um, There is also no running water or showers. Visiting ships offer staffers showers every few days. In some cases, staff may go up to... Two weeks without showers. <sighs> Stinky on Penguin Post Office, isn't it? I mean, that's a... Uh, communication is also limited. There's no internet access or cell phone reception and satellite phone calls are costly. Staffers will have very minimal communication with home, according to the packet. And in the event of 
an emergency, medical evacuations to a hospital could take as many as seven days. So if you, if you have a medical emergency, you may as well <laughs> get on your knees and start praying. Because yeah, you've got to have a full bell of health to work there. It's physically and mentally challenging place to work. Oh, my gosh. What's but the penguins. What, what's the pay? That's what I want to know. Look at the little pee. I would feel that a job of that, oh, a job of that. That's um, true, you know. Like, it's very isolating. Um, you've got to be resilient as hell. Like, what do they pay? I don't know. Uh, this article, by the way, was written by Rena Torchinsky for NPR.org. Wow. I just thought I'd say that because... So you'd go and do that job? It says apply now. Where do you apply the Applications. It sounds like Jodie's actually considering going to Antarctica. <laughs> I would, oh, way, my I would, goodness. Look at that. Oh, page not found. So you're clipping quite Oh, sorry. That's because I shouted. Um, I think it's just because I shouted. I would, I would go to Antarctica. Absolutely. But would I want to take a job there? Not. Not sure. I'd do it for like a month. Oh yeah, if it was if it was that kind of period, yeah. But can you imagine doing it for a year or two years or something? You gotta wait for these ships to come along. Like, Hello, can I can I have a shower, please? I'm really. But that'd be kind of nice, I'm like really luxurious smelly. shower in the ship. Oh, I don't think it's luxurious at all. I reckon it's some of these like oh, like a like a you know a, a big. Transport oh, ship that's I was full like of crates and no, 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 no. like cruises go to Antarctica. I, I don't imagine it's anything glorious at all. I no, reckon I they just have access to these cold running water. <laughs> My friend was always docked in Antarc- Antarctica. No, really? Cruise, yeah. Is it a common destination? I, I think, I think as part, you know, part of the cruise, yeah. Well, that surprised me. But anyway, sure I, I guess you kind of just have to go for whatever ships. Go in, don't, don't you? Know. You can't be too. There. You can't be too picky at the post office. Or maybe it just Ship goes. Comes in, you just be like, Hello, know. wash me, please. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, the other thing that we've been talking about since we want to go home so much, yes, is not go home so much. <laughs> go home so soon is uh, getting a dog. Obviously, we're not going to get a dog. We're you right mean now, like but we, when we get a dog? Recently, we've been looking at dog videos and all this yeah. kind of thing. They're just they're just wonderful creatures, aren't they? Really? Yeah. The amount so, of the amount of dog videos that appear on my feed now is just. I, know, I keep sending Jack little dog videos, but I keep watching them. I know. I'm perpetuating the algorithm. I'm you like, are perpetuating give me it, yeah. more small dogs running around like lunatics. Yeah, you were definitely doing that because <laughs> I enjoy it too. Anyway, this couple, um, you know, just... Okay, let me explain the story. (laughs) Uh, A dog broke into this couple's house and snuggled her way into their bed. Oh. I know. It's kind of heartbreaking. Look at her. Oh. Look at her face. She's like, love me. Let me under the duvet. Julie and Jimmy... This was written by, uh, how do you say that name? Is it Winnie? I can't see any name. Yeah. Winnie Davis. I think it's Winnie, yeah. yeah. She's from the same website. Uh, 
Julie and Jimmy are no strangers to dogs. They have three of their own. What do they sound like? They sound like dog people. They're from Tennessee. Julie and Jimmy. Julie and Jimmy Johnson. What a name. Ju- oh, all the J's. They are just. Yeah, that's a bit like us, Jack and Jode. We need so. a J surname. J, J, J. J, J. J, Maybe we should name our child the J, and then we'll be three J's. <laughs> this makes me laugh. So they have three dogs of their own uh, that regularly sleep in bed with them in their home. But recently, a couple woke up to find a large tan dog sandwiched between them that was not one of theirs. <laughs> This is what they said, quote, You could see the light coming into our curtains in our bedroom, and I feel my husband not just roll over, but kind of startled, like almost jump roll over, and it just woke me up. <laughs> Julie said, and in, and in a quiet, stern voice, oh, Julie said, and in a quiet, stern voice, he said, Julie, whose dog is this? <laughs> <laughs> Julie, whose dog is this? Can you imagine? Um, she was confused. <laughs> of course. Their dogs are called Hollis, Jupiter, and Zeppelin. Okay. <laughs> um, but That's then she rolled over. Names. She locked eyes with Jimmy, only to find an unknown dog in the bed. Whoa. My husband just went to kind of pull the blankets up a little bit, almost like they were going to protect him. But at that point, the dog got even further up on the pillows and snuggled in. It was 100% content being there. <laughs> I bet it was. <laughs> he pulled the blanket up like, ooh. It's so funny. <laughs> Afraid of this. Uh, oh, it's so cute. Look dog. how happy they are. Oh. After taking a look at the dog, they realised it must have had owners who took care of it. She said she started taking some selfies of the bizarre and funny situation and posted it on Facebook. The weirdest post I've ever had to make, she said. Um, It didn't take long before Julie received a message from a person saying that they were the dog's owner. It turned out that the dog, whose name is Nala, had slipped out of her collar while on a walk and ran into the woods the previous day ahead of a large thunderstorm in the area. (laughs) After a quick photo verification, one of Nala's mums was on the way to get her. Our lovely, friendly pup Nala has hit an all-time record for ignoring personal space and added yet another trick to the list of her... Of uh, her Houdini acts. <laughs> Having had a dog and knowing what it feels like to have your dog bolt away from you. Yeah. And you having to so chase scary. after it is so terrifying. So there's the three dogs and there's the dog that joined them. Oh. <laughs> Whose dog is this? <laughs> Whose dog is this? That's so cute. It's not even like a small animal, is it? Like, this is a pretty sizable mm. beast that has just entered your territory. So they say the only uh, mystery is how did the dog get in there without the other three dogs being like, woof, woof, woof. I did wonder that. Um, how did it breach the house so security? Julie says that the door was left open, like not entirely closed. And Nala, who is terrified of thunder, because it was thunder and lightning at the time, saw the porch light on and found her way inside during the storm. Sneaky dog. what they think, yeah. Can you imagine being the owner? And your dog just dashes into the forest on a stormy night. Oh, my gosh. Or a storm is coming. A storm's coming. That'd be so scary. Your heart would be in your mouth. Mm. Jack rescued my dog uh, one time from a... Oh, yeah, that was a... 
from a JCB. That was a thing that happened, wasn't it? <laughs> that was horrible. Like, I actually didn't look because I thought he was going to die. Mm. So I didn't look. Got to say, it was pretty close. So my dog, <laughs> I think I mentioned him last week. He's, he was a, a West Day. Yeah. A little West Highland Terrier. And he would bark at everything. There was nothing that was, uh, like, too big a match for him. <laughs> he would bark at the thunder. Like, he would go outside and bark at the sky. Like, get away from my house. <laughs> like, he would bark at everything and growl at everything, including, like, bikes, motorbikes. Like, when we were kids, we would be riding our, like, push bikes around. Mm. And if he came out of the house, he would run and he would bite the tyre. As we were riding it, he would bite the tyres. and That, like, that explains a lot, honestly, with he, the JCB. Yeah, and if we ran past him too fast, he would try and bite our ankles, like, to slow us down. He, <laughs> he just did. It's like a... And it wasn't, like, a vicious traffic thing. Traffic warden or something. Yeah, it was just, like... Slow down. It was, like... We, we, he was just, like you, should, like, you should slow down kind of thing. I don't know what it was. I don't know. But anyway, um, because of the... He would do that to our push bikes... Obviously, when we were walking him, if a motorbike went past, he would try and go after it. It's just a fast push bike, isn't it, really? Yeah, so we had to... And then, so we had to be really careful. So anything loud and fast um, that went past Hmm. with, like, that looked sort of, I don't know, like a bike, I don't know. (laughs) Anyway, this JCB went past. Obviously, it's like a big, like, not crane, what would you call it? it? Well, it was a tractor type thing, wasn't it? Yeah, like a digger i guess yeah a big yellow digger with like massive wheels huge wheels and we were camping so we're on a campsite and um and it goes past and compo my dog was called compo he was on a like when you go camping you screw the thing into the ground like a and then you you, it's like a corkscrew you put corkscrew yeah you put into the ground (laughs) then you hook the dog onto the yeah and he was on quite a long leash uh so as the the tr- the truck went past, he he like obviously pulled towards it, but we thought oh he's fine he's on the in the corkscrew he pulled the cork corkscrew out of the ground yeah, or, right or he came out of his collar one or the other I don't know um, yeah I don't recall but he broke away from the the, yeah. the, the bindings <laughs> and he went for it and we knew he was going to try and put his head under the tire because that's what he did. He put his mouth around the tire as it was moving. Yeah. And, oh, my gosh, I was, like, in hysterics because I thought he ran so fast. So Jack, the hero that he is, just bolted. <laughs> um, and I do not know how you caught up with him because we were trying to stop mm. the guy from... We were trying to stop the the, the tractor because Com- Compo wouldn't have stopped. Yeah, he would the, have the driver couldn't hear anything. No, Because obviously, obviously it's very loud. And the strangest part was he wasn't, Compo wasn't trying to bite just the back of the back tyre. Obviously, you know, that was mm. rolling on, moving away from him. He was in the middle of the yeah. two tyres trying to, like, get in at and, the wheels. Yeah, he, he tries to get, like, in and under, like, his head, mm. like, his mouth around the tyre, but yeah. he tries to go from the front. <laughs> yeah. So it's not the back. Yeah, I should probably say that. He tries to stop it with his mouth from the front mm. which he obviously used to work for us as children because we would stop our bike because yeah. we'd be like what are you doing get out of the way yeah. you know we wouldn't want to run over the dog but he would continue until it, you stopped so mm. obviously he thinks that works 
so he's like run in but anyway what what happened because i i well it was it was Jack like, became a small dot from how far he ran away it was like seeing uh someone about to put their hand into a big machine or mm-hmm. something like that but very quickly mm. and so i mean I, I don't know why i started running i guess it was just instinct i didn't really think about it very much and then he pokes his head in. I see exactly what he's trying to do. He makes a few mm. barks. Yeah, and bites, he, yeah. He reaches his head in. And at the same time, I get my hand and I, I don't know what, I grab some part of his head or a collar or something and I drag him backwards. Mm. And luckily, that one reach was accurate. Because oh, if, if I'd have missed, it would have been yeah. game over, honestly. Yeah. Like, I feel sick even thinking about it. It was horrible. I was so mad as well. I was like, you stupid dog. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I picked him up and carried him, which is so funny because... He wouldn't allow anyone to carry him. I think he realised something had gone really wrong. He looks so proud of himself, not Jack the dog. (laughs) When he came back, he was like, "Uh uh-huh. Yeah, Yeah. I showed that JCB who... Oh, it was so scary. After that, we just... I don't even know what we did, how, how we... I think I we chained him to the car the, after that yeah, or something. Yeah, we didn't use the hook again. No. <laughs> well. It was so scary. And he wasn't a, a vicious dog at all. He just... No. He was very protective and territorial because he's a terrier as a well. small like, dogs tend to be, don't they? They tend to be... very territorial family, mm. especially, like, anyone around. Like, especially my mom. He was so territorial of my mom. Yeah. And, like, even though we'd set up a tent he's like this is our home and he like weed all around it and everything you know he was just so territorial it was crazy yeah yeah that anyway. could that could have been a that could have been a, a bad ending but i don't even know what made me think of that i think because this dog snuck into the house maybe i don't know well we were talking about dogs dashing away weren't we i suppose yeah as they have a habit of doing sometimes yeah. And they get excited or <laughs> angry. <laughs> so, I do have another kind of story, if okay. you're interested. I'm interested. I'm always interested. So, do you recognise this spider, Jack? Yes, I do. Do you remember what this spider is called? <sighs> it's a J sound? Yes, it is a J sound. Jorah, I'll tell you. I'm sorry, I just saw the word, but I know it was a J sound. So, Jorah. If, you're, uh, if you're not doing anything right now and you're not driving or anything like that, just Google, how would you say it? Joro? Joro. Yeah, jo- Joro. In yeah. Japanese, but J-O-R-O, yeah, spider. Joro, Joro, spider. You might already be familiar. This article, by the way, is written by Vanessa Romo. Um, so, <laughs> thank you, Vanessa. Thank you, Vanessa, from uh, NPR.org. Um, they are huge spiders and very scary looking and yeah. they have black, they are black and yellow. I remember the first time we saw one of these spiders was way, way out into the countryside. Like you think our village is remote. This village was mega remote mm. and we were watching a sumo thing oh it's just wild honestly it's wild i don't even want to go into it but it was like <laughs> it was like this like uh, just um it was a sumo competition for foreigners yes it's basically what it is where they were all like had to basically get drunk and all these japanese people were betting on them it was very weird anyway 
this spider <laughs> this there were these spiders and i could not believe that they were harmless like someone told me no no they're fine they're harmless mm. but they are and apparently they even do some good so according to some research they could be moving into most of eastern seaborne of the u.s most of the eastern seaborne of the u.s Moving in, like a Moving mass... In. mass uh... They're coming in, guys. <laughs> Look out, so Americans. So watch out if you are um, Eastern Seaboard. What does that mean? Just, Just the eastern side I think so, yeah. of the US. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess it's warmer there, isn't it? Yeah, like Florida area. Mm-hmm. Um, people should try to live with them, said Andy Davis. Uh, <laughs> Why, Andy? <laughs> the study says that the palm-sized... Just to vision this for a moment. Palm-sized gyro yeah. spider has been largely confined to warmer southeast states for nearly a decade. Oh, so it has been already in America. Um, and it could soon be expected to colonize regions with colder climates. That's because researchers have discovered the large... How do you say this? Arachnids. Arachnids. Oh, arachnids. Uh, with their brightly hued blue, black, yellow striped legs have a highly prob- probability of surviving a brief freeze. It's funny because you, I think you just said all the colours there. That's how vibrant they are. Blue, black and yellow, <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, they are about... They can grow about three inches long, including a large bulbous body with bright yellow stripes. Its underbelly has a distinctive red markings yeah. and it weaves large webs that look like they've been spun from golden silk. So you can imagine... We arrived in Japan two weeks later. I see one of these things. Yeah. I'm like, right, I'm off, guys. <laughs> well, it's got the same kind of body as oh, you imagine. Oh, this uh, is this. I've just realised. What? Um, its name, it gets its name. Do you know where its name comes from? Not right now, no. Jodo Gumu. Sorry, Gumo. Jodo Gumo, which means... In Japanese, which in Japanese folklore, um, it's the woman, the like the, the spider woman. Yeah, the yeah. spider woman, the spider that turns itself into a beautiful woman to prey on unsuspecting men. Gross. <laughs> yeah, Sorry, I, I remember you, reading. I, I remember read reading wrong. about the Judogumo. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I said Gumo. I said Jew as well. What is wrong with us? I read don't the know. words. <laughs> <laughs> I can't speak it's any a language now. Lady. Um, yeah, so the, the thing itself it resembles. You know, you see the image of a black widow spider. It's got these very spiny, long, pointy legs mm-hmm. and a very smooth exterior. Yeah, uh, it's like that. So it looks dangerous. It really looks like it would hurt you if it bit you. Yes. So. Um, they're not harmful and they don't appear to have much effect on local agriculture and ecosystems. In fact, they may be beneficial to native predators like birds as an additional food source. And while they kill their prey using venom, scientists say they are harmless to people and pets because their fangs are usually (laughs) too small to break human skin. Didn't realise it was the usually. They're going to move to the eastern seaboard of America. And they're going to get bigger. They're going to evolve to have yeah. these much tougher fangs. <laughs> if they are literally in your way, I can see taking a web down and moving them to the side, but they are just going to be back next year. 
Davis said. It's funny because we would often have webs appear in the canopy that's um, over the entrance of our house and postmen or gas men or water people would always come and they would move the webs yeah, as if they were the webs, yeah. like really dangerous or something. Maybe we yeah. had a particular kind of spider that was very dangerous. They never bothered me. They never bothered me. Well, I mean, the only thing I don't like is when you leave the house in the morning and you get a face full of web. That's not That's not great. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but otherwise, go ahead, spiders. I yeah. think I've changed my stance on spiders because I've realised that they are not the problem. <laughs> it's things that are um, like Mukade, which are crawling around and want to, you know, go in your shoes and just mm-hmm. wait there till you put them on and then bite you. Or, um, or wasps. Yeah. Spiders are so insignificant. Fear-wise for me now. Mm-hmm. My friend, actually, she opened her back door of her house to let her dog out. She's got a big black Labrador. Yeah. And um, a Mukadi fell from Ooh. the roof onto the floor. Oh, that's awful. I know. I and obviously imagine. the dog was like, what is that? You mm, know. Of course. But if it would have bit the dog, the dog probably would have died or something. Horrible. Horrible things. Yeah. Very scary. Anyway, I think that's it, Jack. Any hooser? So you end it and I'll think of a revelationary, revolutionary statement. Okay. Thank you once again for joining us for this week's episode of Our Weird Life. I apologise if it was hard to listen to. The, the, the audio has been very distracting for us too. We keep hearing these strange little pops or crackles and they're, it's quite irritating. I'm sorry. We'll try and figure it out. We'll try and get it right. I don't know what's going on. This old, uh, <laughs> this old computer is, <laughs> I think it's coming to the end of its days. Um, yes, we hope you enjoyed the episode and we release new ones every Sunday at 6pm Japan Standard Time. At least that's what we try to do. This time it will be accurate. <laughs> I, can, I can promise you that one. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at Our Weird Life Pod. Become part of the Owl Commune Twitty. Twitty. I thought you were going to miss that one, Joe. I thought I you weren't not. paying attention, but you... she was. If I'm not looking at you, you think I'm not paying attention, but I am. Yeah, no. I've got eyes in the back of my head. Yeah. Eagle-eyed, Jodely. I'm always listening. <laughs> always watching. Always watching, Mike Wazowski. <laughs> <laughs> yes, anyway, and uh, every week you are treated to a revelatory statement. And this week, it's Jody. This week, um, because I mentioned, like, the spider and the the bears and stuff and just various things that we've seen recently, I want to say that um, if you see an animal or something and you've never really done any research about that particular thing or, like, you know, you see, like, something that you see all the time, like... Like I would see this bear or the tanuki or the marten or something. Do a little bit of research on it because it's always so interesting to find out. Um, and you might learn something like about the spiders that I told you to. Um, and something is not always as it seems. So I like that one, Joe. Yeah. Be curious. Be curious. Ask always questions. Be curious. Go find some more stuff that you didn't know. About the be less dumb creatures. than you were yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> be less dumb than you were yesterday. Yeah, Jack, twenty twenty two. I'll put that on my epitaph. <laughs> anyway, see you next week with a brand new episode. Yes, fairly well. Bye. Bye. <laughs>